you ever heard a strange noise in the middle of the night? Ever seen something you couldn't quite explain? What's that? Ever been visited by a loved one in a dream? What are you? Psychic mediums Katie Manning and Michelle Lyons Polito talk about it all. Welcome to the Psychic on the Scene podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another amazing episode of Psychic on the Scene. And we're out on location again. And first, I'd like to introduce my friend and wonderful producer, D. Scott. Good morning. No, it is not morning. It Whatever. Hi. Hi. Wherever they're listening to this. Hi. Hello. Hi there. And my other wonderful co-host and uh, psychic medium, Michelle Lyons Polito, dear friend. Hey there, everyone. And we are here this evening. We're actually back in Johnstown. And we are here with Bob and Deb. If anybody uh, is from this area, they know them probably very well in the community. And we, were at, we are at the Townline Museum. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Um, many years ago, I came here for the first time and doing readings for you and your friends and your family and was blown away that you had this unique shop it's incredible next to your home we just did the uh, tour and there's all different kinds of things but i want to know from the two of you the history of the land and how this all came to be with the with the museum and everything that's gone on well you're right now you're in the most historic part of new york state as far as i'm concerned because this is where sir william johnson uh lived and he was the overseer of indian affairs uh, representing the British. Wow. And uh, most, a lot of the battles took place just right in this area. And there was a lot of uh, casualties here. And Sir William Johnson Hall is right across the street. And actually, you are sitting on his property, which was part of his 200 apple trees were on this side of the, if I'm not mistaken, on this side of the uh, current road. Wow. Um, and he was very big into having flowers and stuff like that. So are some of the flowers that you still have here, Deb, is that all a part of the original? Like, did you guys keep it going or did you just... No, there wasn't anything on this part. That's, oh. This was all farmland or oh, okay. where the Indians would have camped out that came to visit with Sir William. I got so you. So his uh, floral stuff and everything that he did, it was very... Um, he collected a lot of different things. One of the worst things he brought, though, was a black walnut tree. Oh. And there's still a few, and we noticed tonight when you mm -hmm. came walking in, yeah. we have a black walnut tree. And really? I didn't even realize it till today. Were they, they're not indigenous to this area? No, they, they come over from, from England. England. I yeah. believe so. Was and he they're the very guy toxic that, in the soil. Yeah. So and it's good to horses. You can't have that for right. no. horses because it can it, make them You can't grow them. a lot of vegetables. Tomatoes won't grow anywhere near a black yeah. walnut tree. The, the land becomes very toxic. Yeah. Wow. Is he yeah. the same moron? I shouldn't call him that. <laughs> Sorry, sir. Um, um, <laughs> I know there was a British man that wanted to hear all of the birds that Shakespeare mentions. He brought them over, including the European starling, and that's why right. the, the bluebird was almost extinct. I'm wondering if it was him, too. <laughs> so. It could be, but my understanding is this: the round area in front of the hall mm -hmm. was uh, all done with different types of uh, flora, fauna, whatever he could bring and, and accumulate over there. Yeah. He did. Wow. And he made it very beautiful over there. As far as I can tell, they probably cleared out most of it. It's just not lawn now oh okay he introduced a lot of this so you know that kind of raises a question are they still doing 
um, excavation and archaeology over there that they would be kind of going through the soil or different parts? No, I think they finished up over there. They did the mm, ground penetrating okay. yeah. and all that. Oh, the radar. Because they were looking for, you know, like it where the slaves would have been buried or right. um, animals or whatever. But I think their research over there is done. We continue over here on this side a little bit because we, mm. we think that there's something here. And Deb, this was your family's property on this side. Right. My mom and uh, grandfather, or my dad and my mom, grandmother bought this property in 1948. 1948? Wow. Yeah. And wow. He, he told her at that time, you never have to worry about where you're going to live again, Mom. Aww. He said, because we're going to make this work. What a good son. And he did. He did. And... My, and I'm sorry, how many acres was it when they got this side? It would have been 10 because they have four on the other side of the driveway and we have six. Wow, okay. So she would have had 10 acres of her own home. Two-story mm. home was beautiful. And then my parents got married, I believe, in 53. They lived upstairs and Graham lived downstairs. Perfect. But she still worked. She walked to work every day, as far as I know, um, up to the glove mills up here as well as my mom, as my my mom did and by that time i believe later my dad was doing construction oh, oh that's wow. great yeah so he was away a lot but yeah this all started with her dream to have her own home oh they rented a lot of different homes so she, she just wanted her place yes oh. and she took care of it it was just beautiful those pine trees out there that you see yes. that are like what 100 feet tall yes I have a picture of her standing there with my cousin, and they only just come just to the top of her hat. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah, so that's cool. Is, yeah, it's very nice. So it's I know a she's here. Place. That's, I think she's probably helping me with my gardening. Probably. <laughs> the probably. looks amazing. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, then how did, when you came in, Bob, how did you get connected to collecting and you guys creating this the museum next to the house which by the way it is literally for our listeners this is a must see must come to location it, it is, is like stepping gem. right it's a gem it's like stepping back in time and you every room you go into you feel the feelings there's jukeboxes there's yeah. there's candy displays there's it looks like a an actual ice cream parlor where we're sitting we're right sitting now yeah. and um you know every single room has how did you get started bob with that actually i had a fascination once i, I went and see a jukebox up to uh, kroger lake mm. and uh, i said boy i'd like to have one of those and uh, I don't know why, but I was looking at a newspaper, at old cars, because I had a fascination with cars. And I already had a 50 Pontiac sitting outside with no plates on it, and I was tinkering with it. <laughs> and, uh, and that's where I see the jukebox for sale. So I had some money, and I called up the guy, and he wanted $75 for it, and it was at Polly's Diner in Gloversville. Ooh. And uh, wow. it was by the post office. Okay. And my grandfather had a truck, and we went down. He picked it up, and he says, "Your father know you're buying this?" And I says, "No." <laughs> no. And like all Italians, he put his thumb in his mouth. It's son of a gun, you know. And <laughs> so we got it home, and uh, it didn't work right. And I called up a guy in the back of the phone book, and he come over, and he says, "What do you want a jukebox for?" And I says, "I don't know." Oh, you kids! All right, let me show you how this works. And we became best friends right up until oh, that's he, neat. Uh, I learned how to do it. And I actually bought a second jukebox, which is a long story. And uh, <laughs> I got to be friends with him. And he got sick, and he would call me up once in a while. And I said, Bobby, can you go on a service call for me? And, oh. uh, and I learned oh. a lot. And 
right up until his passing. In the meantime, I had had some donation jukeboxes, and I end up I had about ten jukeboxes. How many do you have now? Uh, right now, I think there's twenty, about twenty. 22 in there, I think there was. 23 and they all work. And every one of them work. They're all they're totally gorgeous. They're beautiful. Yeah. They're even clean on the inside. I know, they're right. Yeah, they're even yeah, restored the on the inside. <laughs> so when I first met you guys, one of the things that you had shared with me was an encounter you had. And you've had a few encounters on the property. Oh, yeah. Um, spirit activity mm -hmm. but Bob tell our listeners about for somebody who never had any kind of psychic ability or had any kind of prior correct mm -hmm. you never had a an incident prior with never, seeing a spirit never. okay so tell us a story about what happened here uh, my wife and daughter and I were setting out by the fire pit out here and it got to be late and my wife went in the house and uh, my daughter was only about 13 at the time and I says, Tony, I said, I'm going to just kind of put out the fire and carry the, the cushions into the shed. And she was sitting there reading by candlelight or whatever with her phone. And uh, <laughs> I started to walk towards the shed, and I looked to my right, and all of a sudden I, I see a figure standing there. And I never see anything like it. I didn't know what to really do about it. And I'm just staring at her, and I could actually see the complexion on her face. Mm. I could describe everything, the tassels on the hat matching the parasol. It was a beautiful young girl, maybe 20 years old, tops maybe. And I said to my daughter, Tony, come over here. And I said, you got to see this. And she says, what is it? And I said, there's an apparition. I didn't call it apparition because I didn't know what it was. I said, there's some kind of a girl standing she said, I'm out of here <laughs> which is what most people do yeah, and she ran in the house that's what D does so that's what we all yeah. do <laughs> I never Not seen me. anything before like that we I go mean, towards I didn't crazy. so the next day I went over across street to uh, the curator over there uh, her name was Wanda Birch very nice very knowledgeable person and I told her about it and she says so what'd you see and I told her and she said do you think it has something to do with Sir William Johnson then has to that's why you're here and I says no, she's no, she says she has nothing to do with the hall or anything. She's later. She says probably oh, turn of really? the century. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she says like probably er, very early thing. 1900s. She says by what you're describing, she says what you see is called an apparition. Mm -hmm. She says we see them all the time over here. She says it's very common. Mm. And she says people, if you tell them, they're just going to look at you funny. She says, but you know what you've seen, right. and we know what we see over here. She says, but it also gives you a feeling. It's oh, not yeah. just that you see something out of the corner of your eye, but it also gives you this full-on body oh, yeah. experience. experience. Yes, yeah. uh, not was, negative or right. It, it just a, freezes you in, yeah. in a sense. You just are held in, a, in like a moment. Oh well, yeah, you ever energies. see those big paintings with the uh, yes. Gibson girl yes. and that? Yes. Yeah. Honest to God, that's just what I see. And what do you? I mean, I can't. I don't lie about something like that. Right. No. Of course but, not. Uh, have you seen her again? Never. I, every time we were out there, I kept looking, looking hoping that my wife could see her. Yeah. You know, just one. And she says she was probably passing through, wanted to see this, the place where she grew up or something right. one more time. Mm -hmm. She says that before she went on to her next uh, life. Uh, life. Is it possible you have it because you have so many collector items here? Is it possible she oh. was a, like connected to any of the items? Oh, anything's possible because some of my stuff dates back to the 
early 1800s. I mean, we, yep. have, we have some did, items and here. And you did feel find that snuff box, that lady's snuff box. I found a lady's snuff box out in the back oh. uh, in the field. And it's known that Sir William Johnson, during the winter, liked to take sleigh rides. And uh, him oh. and his wife would uh, ride across his property. And a lady's snuff box to be over what were two, over 200 apple trees were would be very uncommon. Right. So there must have been some, maybe some kind of a little bit of a road back around the apple trees. Who knows? But oh, wow. it has a little heart on it. It's metal, and I had identified, and it was I was told it was a snuff box, probably from from the mid 1800s, maybe somewhere wow. through that period. What a treasure that oh, you yeah, found it! Yeah. Like you know, drawn you, to that area, yeah. right? No, no, I just happened to be. Look at it, I was, what's that? I thought it was a stone. I kicked it. Oh it rolled off goodness. the top of the soil. And I Jeez. I was so excited and I did honest to God, I did go out and I bought a very high end metal detector mm -hmm. and I've been out here and I found a lot of uh junk iron from uh, plows uh, from the farming <laughs> equipment but and horseshoes. All different kinds of, of horseshoes, horseshoes but very, very old. Outside of that, I haven't been too lucky with anything else. <laughs> Boy, that, but it seems like you were drawn to it, though, that it, was. it like, it literally, you, your eye, right, it needed to be found. Yeah, things yeah, out here. because these fields have been farmed. Right. Before we even For came here, these of years, fields probably. So, right, it would have been turned up, turned, you know, like, you know, plowed yeah. in, plowed out, right. Oh, uh, that's crazy. Everything out here has been by a strange coincidence, like the water. We, The city at the time didn't want to give us water, so I had to fine water so I started dowsing and I finally found a spot and I had people come and they drilled and they drilled and they drilled and I would stop each day whether I worked for the phone company and this was my route and I stopped by and I said any water yet no sorry Bob and I was just getting ready to leave and it started raining and I was so discouraged and I was walking away and all of a sudden he says Bob come here and I walked over and he had water bubbling up. He was down oh, wow. 174 feet Jeez. and I, he had water. And this building has been on that water. I have abundant supply, but the house, Shortly after that, the city agreed to give us house. <laughs> city <laughs> house. Thank so, you. Goodness, because this is sulfur water. Yeah, it's sulfur right. water, but, but the, it works for me though. Works for, for the plants. plants. It makes it day lilies grow. It. It's, yeah. Oh, your flowers out here, oh, yeah. your gardens are so, absolutely stunning. I call that a little bit of, uh, you know, manipulation. <laughs> yeah. But th how interesting <laughs> so. that you knew to douse because even that is considered, that's an old art. And, yeah. and I, yeah. you know, we talk about it and, and right, water witching. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Dousing is very good for what we do. Yes, right, right. Yeah. My father was able to do it too. We went to a class and nobody was able to do it but him and I up in uh, uh Top Tupper Lake. Oh wow! Yeah, my parents used to spend a lot of time up there. I think it's a genetic thing too. I do too. It's in my family. <clears throat> my cousin Joey is a general contractor, and I was talking to him about it. And so he tried it, and he found this, like an artesian, like yes, oh yeah, and it won't stop bubbling. I'm like, well, maybe they better start. Oh, they're very lucky. Yeah, better start yeah. bottling yeah. it, but it was just pouring yeah. out of the ground. Mm. So he's really, it's just. So just a, a, a weird side note, usually I grab my dowsing rods and I bring them when we come to oh, things yeah. like right, this. Right. Yeah. And sometimes we use them while we're on the podcast. And I got in the car with Michelle and I said, I forgot my dowsing rods. But last time we went someplace I had them, I didn't use them. I left them in um, Jimmy's truck. Right. So he's on a job. He pours concrete and they were worried about the line being covered. Yeah. He says, wait a minute, 
I got Katie's dowsing rods. I'm going to go. Do it. it worked. He said, I walked out yeah. there and he actually found the spot where the water source Jeez. was or the pipe was. And the guy goes, that's not going to work. And he goes, well, hang on. He goes, that's what they're for. And he found the water line. I love it. So yeah. he, the next thing I said, I came out and I, I, my, my dowsing rods were on the counter. And I said, oh, I forgot those in your truck. He goes, I used them today <laughs> on the job. Well, so the, the cemetery we restored, actually, I verified all the graves with the dowsing rods. No. Oh, yeah. Which way the bodies were laying, I, could, oh, I was wow. able to. And I, I tested and now, who, what now yeah, who is it? Who is the cemetery for? This would for? be the Frederick Cemetery over on uh, off of Route 116. It sets up in the hill, and it's a the people buried in there are actually the five generations between us. Our same grandfather, uh, really? grandfathers so were uh, the Frederick no. family. His grandfather, my grandfather. We're brothers. No and way. And we never knew that until we found the cemetery and to verify that. But uh, I found only in Johnstown. <laughs> and, and I actually found parts of the casket. Uh, the handles were attached. The little brackets, the hinges. I, I found those. Did they come uh, up to the surface, Jim? Yeah, the frost will push them oh, up, and the they heat. didn't bury them very deep back then, anyways. Well, it was and, hard to do. And we found uh, uh, a few bones that we had uh, interned and had the uh, coroner yeah, come over coroner and had them verified. And we'd done wow. the little, little service and reburied them and that. But they they were part of the family plots in there. So. Yeah, they they aged the thing. Yeah. They aged the um, jawbone that we oh, had. Okay. We were there with the local historian, and we had just raked the whole cemetery the day before because I wanted it to look really good for him. Yes. And he was there. And he Only you, down. Deb, would say, let's make this cemetery look fabulous. <laughs> there was a request we heard from somebody right, there. Right. <laughs> so he was standing there looking at everything, and he goes, what is that? And I go, what's what? I said, oh, I'm sure it's like a fox jawbone. And he goes, you better call the coroner. And I go, why? And he goes, because there's people that need to be found. And I go, okay. Wow. So we, right, right, right. I put it right, in right. my um, baggie that I carry in my <laughs> pocket. And we took it to the coroner. So she took it away and, and they aged it as being very, very old mm -hmm. for a woman that was about 50. She said, do you have any 50-year-old women there? And I go, three of them. So she said, well, is there any gopher holes right there? I yeah. said, yeah, there is. There's a big one. And she goes, that's what they've been doing. She says, they've been busy okay. doing oh. their, their digging. And it came to the surface. Wow. But it was, it was like right in the middle of the cemetery, though. It was far away from the hole. <laughs> so so it, was, it was very strange. So she did that. She tested it, brought it back, everything. We took it, buried it back in the hole, covered it up, and said a prayer. So Perfect. Yes. Mm -hmm. And she told us, if you do anything like this again, leave it. Mm -hmm. Don't bring it oh, to me. <laughs> I want you to just leave Cover it, it cover it, cover it. So last year, we were cleaning up debris. Waking again. <laughs> from a very huge pile of stuff that we had added to once we started working there. And we're sc scooping it up with rakes and stuff. And... All of a sudden, I scooped something up in my hand, and it looked like a red clay pot, a bowl to a pot. No. Yes. Native American? No, it was a skull, right? Yeah. Oh, oh no. my God. It was a oh, skull. It was red. the skull okay. of a baby. Oh. Probably between, well, maybe not a baby, but more a very young child, because I went to hand it to Bob, because oh. I thought it was a clay pot. Oh. And I handed it to him, and he goes, 
Sinapa, it's the top of a head, and it was only within my hands. It's a little tiny Very small. Case. Yeah. So we called Maggie, our coroner here in town. <laughs> and she Maggie's said, like, I told you lose my number. Don't call me. <laughs> and she said, have you been to the, are you at the cemetery again? And I go, yeah. We're just judging it up. Yeah. So she said, all right, leave it be. I'll be right there. And she had been doing jail and bait that day to oh, raise wow. money for something. Yeah. So she came up and laid out everything. It was really interesting to watch. the same thing we've done before. It was so. Nice. It was a very young child, yeah. uh, probably year and a half to two. Oh, <clears throat> and the thing is, is in the history, in the census records, right? <clears throat> in the family book, it shows a child being born, but he never appears. In the next wow. census Wow. Things were so much different back then. Yeah. Right. Right. So we think it could very well have been him. Wow. Yeah. Now, when you were talking about the, the woman who was 50, mm -hmm. the name Caroline popped up really bright on our spirit talker. So just. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not that looking might... at it a lot, but it just it popped. So I don't know. Caroline? I don't know if you have any. I don't know. Hard to tell. I, I don't think so. You don't but, have a lot of records of but food. But it doesn't there. mean that she's <laughs> All you know is that you're related. Yeah. We're, we're <laughs> and now you're married. <laughs> you, know, you know those people. <laughs> it's, in a, it's in a book that a woman did yeah. that right. actually is related to us again. Oh. Yeah. We've got all this stuff in this book, you know, and so. it's all... It's amazing I put it how all in an Excel spreadsheet. So <laughs> of course you did. Down <laughs> on it to see who's connected. And see, that's important because those are records for the. Yeah. Now, are you guys on Ancestry.com? Because you can upload. Uh, yeah, that's, I She's upload everything time, I find yeah. for you know future yeah. generations. Yes. yes. But you know, you can go in that cemetery, and by yourself, and usually cemeteries. I, I'm uncomfortable in the cemetery a lot, cemeteries. even my family cemetery. <laughs> but I can go up there, and I can rake and it I has trim a peaceful. And, and there's it's just peaceful. yeah, yes. because there's just nothing about it that gives me any heebie-jeebies. Heebie-jeebies, yeah. Yep. But uh, if I go to our local cemetery, and my grandparents and uh, her sister-in-law and her father's over there and everything, and I go and I make a stop to each one and do a little mm -hmm. talk for a minute, you know, and can't and wait that, to get out of there. And I'm like, yeah, I just don't want to be there so it's, it's strange well, but, I think uh, everyone in the Franklin Cemetery has they're at peace and they, they've moved on and that's you're yeah. feeling their peace right yeah and that's why it's comfortable there but even coming out if you go outside this door at night and you walk outside around, the, the ice cream parlor for yeah, our listeners and you're beyond the ice cream parlor and you just walk around the backyard for a few minutes mm -hmm. you'll turn around and go to the house really yeah there's there's a feeling uh, not because there's possible fox or animals or something. Uh, we're pretty well fenced in anyways, but still, there's just a feeling of uh, like... Extra cold. people. Yeah, extra, yeah. It's a, it is a strange feeling Almost out like you here. Shouldn't One be of out the there. first times yeah, I ever came, I think it was snowing out. <laughs> Probably. And I pulled up to the gas pumps out front. Yeah. And I would swear that there was a man that was in the garage. Nobody was out there. And I knocked. Mm. And I thought, is this where I'm supposed to be? And then I'm turning around, I'm looking at the house. And I think I called you on the phone yeah. and said, I don't know if I'm in the right location. You said you are. You're out in front of the, the garage. Yeah, yeah. And I know that there was a man in there 
But obviously, yeah. it, was your it, it, was, it was probably Could your be. dad working in the shop. Well, you come in here, like I said, you come in here at any time of night by yourself, mm -hmm. and you take a look at the faces of any one of these mannequins sitting around here or in the, in the front and that, you won't stay long. It's, uh, there's just a feeling about... Like you're interrupting. <laughs> yeah, like you, you don't belong here. Right, you walked in the energy. We yeah. also had an experience for our listeners. We went upstairs. And um, the upstairs, the kitchen <laughs> is is done, and the and the living and the uh, excuse me, the bedroom, and all three of us, um, even D, had the feeling of almost like an electricity feeling, but kept feeling that web, that ectoplasm, ectoplasm. the web feeling on our faces mm -hmm. that was up there, which didn't happen anyplace else. I I don't feel, but definitely up there. That's the strongest. Yep. It was it was a yeah. little. And it was sad. It has yeah. a has a sad feeling, Heaviness. and I know it's a lot of your family pieces, which yeah. is probably your own, that you is. know, you know, grief or sadness, but regret, unfinished business. There could right. be a lot. And sometimes I'll I'll lay in bed and I'll say, did I shut all the lights off? Get dressed and I'll come out and it's dark and ace of spades out there and I just say, No, I really don't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait till tomorrow. I, I built the place. I shouldn't it shouldn't bother me. And this but is your still, baby, but you still yeah, want to go in at night. Just yeah. with all the man I think it's the mannequins, especially like Mannequin the one downstairs scares. in the barber shop. Oh. He's, he's got a kind of weird. I told look on you his he face. looks like yeah. It's yeah. a cross between Bundy and Dahmer. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it, it really, really it's the glasses for, yes, the, for right? the Dahmer thing. Hair. You know which one will freak you out? You haven't seen it. But inside well, okay. that chicken in the basket, okay. there's a mannequin in there, and he's new. I just oh. found him, and I put oh, him right. in. Deb is smiling at me like you got to well, go over and see it. That's right. Three <laughs> times now, I've walked in there to get something, and I walked in, and oh, God. Oh, God. Started I forget about him. And he's not happy-looking type. Oh, I got to say, when we go to leave, we'll oh, have yeah. to take a peek. Yeah, so you got to walk in there. Not, not to interrupt, but, I mean, we, Michelle has her Spirit Talker app going. I have mine. And as you guys are talking about the mannequins and all the weird things and the weird vibes <laughs> that you get and all this other happy horse shit, <laughs> my Spirit Talker says, I stare back. Oh. Uh, eyes, as eyes. In, in your head, you're, you're seeing things. Eyes stare back. I'm like, oh, that's, yeah, no, that's okay, about that's right. Okay, exactly I, what he's I have paintings eyes. <laughs> Gee, that's not Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, well, thank you for playing along. Have you um, ever had, have you ever come in? Your, yes. Have either of you ever come in and the lights have been on or something was yes. playing? Yeah. Uh, well, like I said, uh, the one time I come in, I went downstairs and I walked in the back room and that's when the five soda bottles were lined up. And obviously role. nobody now, could have no, made... No, and no, but no and adult would, would even that? take the time to do that. That's an old Coca-Cola display, correct? Well, yeah, and then uh, just recently, last year, is when I went down, that's when Jerry Mahoney doll, was, the head was turned on it. And nobody mm. ever touches anything. Uh, people are very good in here. I can I can walk away and leave people, and nobody touches. Everything them. is so pristine. I don't yeah. think that I don't think people would feel like they should yeah, be touching exactly. it. But when right. the head of Jerry Mahoney is there and uh turned sideways and says oh no man you don't know no. <laughs> i'm out of here and that was a, a ventriloquist dummy yeah, correct it was. yeah those are the creepiest things they, ever they that's every right. that's every like scary movie every yes right and a clown to that and yeah. in general are just creepy yeah yes. you know, I believe just, that. we generally have i mean it's so funny we'll go into like a haunted 
place with like negative entities at night at midnight with a flashlight, but if there is a doll in there, oh, well, yeah. she no. and I, well, they'll, they nope. could be talking, and Michelle and I will grab each other and go, "There's a doll, there's a doll, there's a doll, there's a doll." Watch out, there's a doll, and they they could be saying, "Well, they did sacrifice here, and you know, all kinds of yeah." And there's demons, and Michelle and I are like, "There's a doll, run!" Yeah, crazy. Yeah, exactly. Especially the ones that are porcelain, the eyes are partly open. Nope. Um, and See you, Deb, have I'm going to make sure she, that people can hear us. You, both of you, I would consider having ability, and neither Definitely. one of you claim to have ability. But you clearly, Bob, have I sense something. Right. Yes. You you attract things to you, yeah. and and clearly sense things. Even the fact that you guys are both such good stewards mm -hmm. of these items and of the history. That's in, like a unique ability in itself. Because right. you connect yeah. to them. You're right. <clears throat> Sometimes I can read people. Everybody that comes through the door in here has been terrific. We haven't had any bad. Wonderful. Bad numbers. You got good years. gatekeepers. Well, mm. I have sensed one or two gentlemen that when they left, that there's something about them they don't care for me. And mm. Because they weren't all that friendly. Mm -hmm. And I tried to answer questions and that, but. I could just sense something, and uh, I've had that happen before, uh, you know, at different places, and, right. and you can you can sense things. And usually, I hated to go into a cemetery, ever. When I was in Vietnam, you never guessed where my bunker was. No, right in the middle of a cemetery. Oh my God! I Oof. Was, I had sat That's there a double all whammy. With another guy, and we sat there and look over, and you see all these graves, and that. After a while, it was okay, you know. But if not, they bury their dead on top of the ground. Oh, in yeah. Vietnam, And then yeah. they cover them with stones. So those bodies are only down like you know, a little bit. And when you're sitting out there and you're kind of like... Wow, I didn't know that. at them, it's like, I wonder if any of those stones are going to move. No, no, I know, no. I don't no. want to see But it's anything. just something, as a young person, I mean, I was never around any of that stuff. So mm. cemeteries always freaking me <clears> out. And the other guy, he was funnier, yeah. So he was... Uh, you stayed awake all night. <laughs> <laughs> but Deb, you you have your own experiences, correct? Of, and sensing things, but you also read tarot cards and Tula, correct? That's right. I enjoy doing that for people. That and now, do you do it? Do do people know enough to come and and reach out to you or? Um, no, I'm going to be doing um, a psychic fair at the Ooh. Fulton County Historical Society. And look at you, girl, go. Excellent. Get her in the Amsterdam one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Barb. the Amsterdam with Barb Nesnik. We'll she sets it up. Yeah. 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 Oh, know oh they Barb? know Barb. <laughs> Everybody know knows Barb. Barb. That's where I found out about my uh, daughter's uh, having a child. You. We were out to Barb. She did. I did it. Yeah, I did. No, she we, did. That's where we found out. So we know. That's how we know Barb, right? No, we know Barb through Master Gardeners. Oh, that Barb. Oh, Barb yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. What's her? Oh, yeah. Okay. You're talking, I'm no, Katie told us Katie about told our, us. our little Yes, one. yes. Yeah. Barb and I grew up yeah. in the same neighborhood in Colony. Yeah. <laughs> right. So Barb, active. yeah, Barb's a master gardener, but she master also puts gardener. she puts together the um, yeah, psychic the fair. Club. Yeah, the yep. psychic fair. Well, there's going to be That's one at Default County there. Museum Ooh. in Gloversville. Yeah. Oh. So they're just getting the stuff going just on starting up on That's that. amazing. Oh, wonderful. The museum. I think that's great. Yeah. It's a great fundraiser. Beautiful. We're going to have it at different places on different floors in the museum. 
That's cool. So it's, it's going to be so exciting to just go there yeah. and do this. That's another place you I don't got, want to wander. I got around. a suggestion for you. Oh, we have to definitely go there. When we were in so Ireland in Belfast, we went to a mansion and we were all on different floors doing different things, and they did table tipping on one floor. Oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think we did kind of like a like a seance circle in, a, in another floor. You guys might want to offer that. Be oh, if you're going to have it in, in yeah. different, the table, all of that is old um, Victorian mm -hmm. um, spiritualist, movement. spiritualist yeah. movement. And people are really fascinated by it and they can participate in that as well. Mm -hmm. I'll have to so, mention that. Yeah. So Kelly is Kelly Palmatier. Yep. She works with us and she's working directly with Samantha Hall Saldino on this. She's the curator of the museum there. So when they mentioned Jeez. this as an idea for yeah, something to do in the museum to, to draw people in. That'll do it. I was like, mm. ooh, this is a good opportunity <laughs> for all the people in our area to really step up and show their skills. Really? I think that's lot, amazing. A lot yeah. of people don't know, like, oh, I don't know if I should do it. Go and do it. Yeah. Get yeah. yourself a palm reader in there, too. I think people can, like hold back and hold back, and I think it's like a calling, you know, yeah, a natural calling. So I'm, I'm thrilled for you that you've it's done this exciting. and you've gone on to do more. Yeah. So have you had experiences over here as well in the the parlor with the lights or anything turning on or off no because <laughs> i don't come out here when it's dark oh i'm not a big person for black yep darkness. darkness i'm not there okay i don't like to be there so i just step back and stay away from it i let him discover anything that's going to happen interesting I, I will tell you one thing our daughter our granddaughter she is um she has special needs okay and she still isn't talking yet or anything but from day one she won't come near this building and wow. when my i remember when that they try to bring her in here all we wanted to do is show her you know the, the games that and yeah. she screamed the and cried we tried to put her on the she was how old is she now she's she's 10 now but she was in there in the back room by the jukeboxes when she was only about two Mm -hmm. two and a half three I remember that because she was walking then mm -hmm. but after that period even when we come out just to do fourth of July fireworks she's like very away from the building. the building I'm sure that part of her is more attuned to spirit energy and, yeah and so it's well and I think I explained to them before children mm -hmm. especially that are indigo children mm -hmm. many of them are on the spectrum right. or special needs and they seem to have no filter no no th conscious thinking of that's not normal this is what the normal is like it's overwhelming it's right they they see it and they know it and yes. um so I remember that, but she um their grand granddaughter loves me Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> didn't she come to me and she let me carry her around for a little bit i think she did oh, i no. think that, that i yeah. for some reason i remember being in the garage and they were carrying her and she turned around and she oh, that's right she oh, she and she reached you. out and i was like ha, 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 i'll carry you around yeah. all day Absolutely. yeah <laughs> she doesn't really trust everybody oh, she no. just she, she must have thought it was okay yeah because she, she doesn't yes. back. <laughs> thanks yeah they were i think they were just coming when you were leaving or yes something yep from doing the readings that day yeah and you walked yeah. you walked me out to show me your your car collection oh yeah right and they were walking with her around and um she turned around and she she 
reached out to me. I was like, oh, oh wow. you oh, betcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All day that, long. Yeah, she can't be again coming over here. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, have you ever had any experiences, perhaps, in the house? In the house? He does, with his mother's perfume. Yeah, I can smell my oh, mother. Oh, interesting. She passed oh, yeah. away, what, 2005? 2002. 2002. Yeah. And uh, right up until about a year ago, if I come in the shop, I could smell her perfume. She always wore Charlie. Oh. And I could smell <laughs> it that? in my workshop, or I could smell it in the house at certain spots. Mm. And then just about a, maybe a year or two ago, I said to her, I says, all of a sudden, I said, I don't smell my mother's perfume anymore anywhere. Mm. So, and I, I very rarely do I smell it. My daughter will yeah. smell it once in a while downstairs. Oh, because my daughter would say, I smell Nan, Nan's perfume downstairs. Oh. And all of a sudden, we don't smell it anymore. It may transmute. It might take, like, it goes in cycles. Right. So it'll stop sometimes for a while, back. and then it'll come back. It'll come back sometimes right. even stronger. She might be working on something else. Right. She might she be might. mad. I didn't get to her uh, to visit her grave since uh, early spring, so. I yeah. doubt it very much. No. Only <laughs> child. You know you were beloved. Yeah. Exactly. Right? Especially your mom. Yeah. yeah. So you were saying earlier, Deb, that they could not find over next to um, Johnson Hall, any burials when they did the, the excavation excavation or the sound. Right. And yeah, you're thinking that it may be over on this property or there, there's going to be some check with that? Well, the story behind that is when we got this property, he was reading the deed. Right. And it said, 1948, said cemetery could no longer be found. And this is when my grandmother and my uh, father bought the property. He read it because he reads everything. <laughs> and so I'm Somebody like, needs to. Yeah. And he says to me, where's the cemetery? And I go, I don't know where there's any cemetery here. And so we've always had that in the back of our mind. Yeah. Well, we went to a historical fair, oh, about four or five years ago. And we got talking to a friend of ours, Christine Simic. She is the ultimate person with history in this oh, area to talk and she said oh no she's I've seen that on a deed oh, wow. she said that there's a oh, burial she... ground over on this side and I said oh really she goes yep she's probably her... right underneath this because <laughs> her family owned property up over the hill in the back here okay and they would rent property to farm so they oh, were told in their rental agreement that they could not farm a certain piece of that property. Thank goodness. So she <laughs> always believed that that's possibly where there was a cemetery. So the only. So I wonder if that's where you found the snuff box. Uh, no, no, the no, snuff, snuff was box was out in this. Oh, back okay, okay. Part. But I will but tell you, it could have been where we've been looking too. Yeah. You know. But also, we had uh, the same girl, Christine. She was driving down here quite a few years ago down the hill into Johnstown, and her mother says, that's disgusting, letting those horses uh, graze on a cemetery. And she sacred says, ground. sacred ground. She mm -hmm. says, there's a cemetery in there. And another man, he's long gone now, but he was part of our church society in Gloversville, and we were building out here. And I mentioned something about a cemetery. And he says, yeah, Bob, he says, he says that cemetery, he said, I used to sit and hunt rabbits, and I could look down and see that, see that cemetery is right behind your in-law's house, or right by your in-law's house. Yeah. 
Wow. Well, he passed on, and we still, we've been looking and looking, but somewhere over there, there's a cemetery. Wow. And we spent two summers over there clearing brush and that, and we, we've done everything. And the only thing we find over there is, uh, you know, I found a thing that you, they used to put the names on the gravestones. Oh, yeah, yeah, the engraver. Uh, yeah, one of the chisels. Mm -hmm. I found the chisel. Wow. But the gravestones that were there were removed when the daughter of the people buried there didn't want them to be buried or stay there because of the... The, 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 the burial place that the original people that owned the hall in 1803, Edward Aiken bought the property. Mm -hmm. He died in 1813. 1828 his wife died and they were buried together mm -hmm. for many years but then what happened was the property was taken over by a different person mm -hmm. and he didn't care for the graves evidently that the other guy did so there must have been at least two gra graves there with stones but they say in their family descendant book the family plot Interesting. So yeah, who else somewhere. was buried yeah, in this property? Yeah. So they end up, the daughter has them exhumed. No. Yeah. Wow. That's bad juju. That oh, is yeah. bad and, juju. And, right? She moved, she moved them to the Johnstown Cemetery by the Wells family. So they are in one grave now, probably that. because the bones right. you know, were falling apart. And they must have taken the two stones because they had to each have had a stone. Correct. Because right. the husband died first. He owned the property. They would not have buried him without a stone. Right. They were wealthy people. Yeah. I mean, to, to buy the property over here that Sir William Johnson had. Right. And then th uh, he died in 1813. His wife died, died in 1828. The Johnson Cemetery, I think, was incorporated in 1847. So there's quite a span of time that they were here. But then their daughter married the Wells, one of the two Wells brothers, and they had the two parents exhumed and moved to That's the Johnstown Cemetery wow. with a new stone, a very old-looking stone. So we just need help finding by a description of where this cemetery would have been. We need a surveyor somewhere. to come in and talk. We need ground penetrating radar. Yeah. what we need, but yeah. it's so expensive. It the state won't help at all. Jeez. You know, well, it's not something they usually do. Yeah, they don't for something like that. But it's such. My my theory is on the whole thing is, it's so historic because a yes. lot of the graves, if they where they we know they are there. We know there's Indian graves all over here. Yes. Because it, when they had their meetings with Sir William Johnson, there were deaths, and they they uh, took care of their funeral that day. They burned, burned the bodies mm -hmm. and and that, and uh, we know or they they're here. Them uh, on top of the ground. Or they buried them right on top of the ground. Yeah. And but they go back to. The we ground. do know there's indentured servants there. Well, those indentured oh. servants, they deserve some kind of marker. Marker recognition, right. Because they were brought here against their will. Right. And if they're there, that would be such a, a plus to have. Yeah. Right. And nobody seems to want to, you know, just yeah. like everything. Well, maybe, maybe having this out on. on well, that's, that's what I was going to say, because we have all types of different people that listen to the podcast. So mm -hmm. if there's anybody that can help or would have any idea on how to help or know someone that can help, 
please reach out to us on our Facebook page or send us an email or message Katie or myself. Um, we're, we're all over Facebook, or you can mm-hmm. send me an email, uh, dscottradio at yahoo.com. Anybody that can help, because you never know who, who's here in this. Or, you know, I right. mean, it could be there's people that listen all over the world. Uh, come to find out, which I still think is relatively <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Crazy. Australia, um, yeah, but, <laughs> India, yes. We've but a, so India, if we've got a big audience in India, <laughs> nice closure. Awesome. It'd be nice closure. There's not know, a lot to do uh, there. Yeah. <laughs> those people, though. Right, I mean, right. I think that'd be great. Yeah. So hopefully somebody is listening to this, and um, you know, it leads to the unsettled feeling outside. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, that's that's true. Well, that's I was thinking that earlier because you said there was a lot of deaths in the area. Mm-hmm. So when when you said when you go outside at night and you feel unsettled, I feel like there was there there's something going on. You don't want to be a part of, no. but it was just again interrupting or being someplace that you don't belong. So I feel like right. there was that, that that's just why you're uncomfortable outside. I, I think a lot in the of dark. the, the right. atmosphere outside though. You're standing on property that the very last battle of the revolution took place, took place. right out here. I mean, wow. the, in, yeah, in the that's field down the right, right in the field down wow. there. Is it called the Battle and, of Johnstown? Is that what right, it was? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. that's when Sir William Johnson's son left, and I think I mentioned earlier where they took their food and dumped he was it in at the. Fort when, Johnson. Yeah, he was in Fort Johnson, but when, uh, when Sir William died. When Sir William Johnson right. died, but. Well, uh, they were, that, they dumped the their food in the privy, and when they excavated all that, they found all the meal, and they knew exactly what they had. There was racked lamb still on a silver platter, and the state Jeez. has that now. They, they had it on uh, display. But when they fled, uh, you know, that's, they fled so, out of here. Those British soldiers are probably the ones that's buried on the other side of the creek, but they don't know right where. They have to oh be, really? Oh yeah. There's there's a there's wow. a mass grave of of uh, uh, from the battles, and but they aren't colonists because they would have been back to their families buried in family, right, family plots, plots and soldiers would have been okay. Back. But the British, they were enemy. They would have just dug a hole and buried them. So somewhere there's it's a supposed to be over here. Yeah, somewhere across. Wide field, but they don't really know where we had. The, everybody's well, been looking. Teresa and went and walked around with us. Wow. Yeah, and uh, they just can't pinpoint it, but they know that they yeah. were buried in a mass grave. And again, <sighs> you Talk find those unrest. graves. Yeah. You find those graves. What a marker and highlight for the state of New York. Oh yeah. And closure on one of the biggest. Well, and it's uh, you know you, you bring up a really Seriously. good point, and and we've been very fortunate since springtime we've been on the road yeah for almost every single podcast yeah. i've heard yeah, no. he, he's got a to our our luggage everywhere for us but we've been to a lot of amazing locations have, indeed. and there's so much here in history right here. that you don't need to even leave your county or your <laughs> state don't. for a day trip to find out more take your children someplace and a perfect example is a lot of people don't know about johnson hall that's right. that's just it. It's, it's very, a beautiful it's, place. Oh, it's a fantastic place. And and a lot of people don't know. They say, well, you, uh, Gloversville is right next to you in Johnstown. Gloversville, Glove capital of the world. There was 170. Right, right. In 1946, there was 170 glove and leather manufacturers Jeez. in Fulton County. Wow. Now we have seven. Wow. Oh, that's insane. Yeah. That's a lot of cows. 
That's a lot of cows. That's a lot of cows. Are the footballs, (laughs) are your baseball gloves, footballs, all that was made right here on this street. Dunkirk's uh, just down the streets, torn down. But yeah, Dunkirk's uh, leather done most most of the uh, baseball gloves in that at that time. Please tell our listeners how they can connect to you guys for a tour to come to the museum. Do you have hours or is it uh, by request? We don't keep hours because we try to do things too, uh, visit museums <laughs> ourselves. And, that. But the best and thing go to is, car shows and all kinds yeah, of stuff. Um, and uh, I'll give you our phone number. We're not afraid to put that out because it's out there up anywhere. It's area code 518-762-5853. The last four letters spells juke, as in jukebox. Oh, I love it. Oh, and I love that. That's what you're going to see if you come to the museum. Mm-hmm. On purpose, or On was purpose. that? Okay. I, I had that special. <laughs> okay. <laughs> of course. Well, yeah. that means that. Tab is speaking. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I got that. And uh, you can also do. reach us on our uh, on. Uh, or uh, email Townline Museum. Townline Museum. Facebook. Uh, on Facebook, and you can if you go on to um, uh, what's the video thing there? YouTube. Uh, YouTube <laughs> and type in Townline Museum, you will see a five maybe a five minute video to music of uh, each room in here. So rock and roll music. Years ago, when I came here, I actually interviewed you. God, it was probably oh God, what was it like two thousand eight? Or 2000, no. it was that, but I had, I probably had a flip phone. Oh my god! Like goodness. it was that long ago. Yes. And I taped it. Most of it did not come out. Wow. Sound on oh, one whole part geez. of it did not. Like, and I was able to do some things. Part, first thing that happened was the film, it like wouldn't position right. It had them tilted. Huh. It, like, and I kept trying to redo it. Then we did it and I said, oh, okay, now it's recording. It never gave sound. Oh, so I had like, whiz. so then it like disappeared. It was years later, I was switching phones, and it wound up being on another phone, and it was just like a little blip. And, and, but again, still no sound, which should not have mm. happened, but it wasn't meant to be. No. But we were sitting yeah. right over there yeah. in the booth when I did it. Every once in a while, it comes up in my memories. Oh, wow. Yeah, but it was like, it, it didn't like take or something. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was very, I want to finish with a, a really interesting story about the photo booth in oh, here. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so um, in here is an amazing, I mean, there's a telephone booth that you've restored that you can go in and you sit down and, and the phone actually the phone works. works. And you had acquired the telephone booth. Tell us about um, where you got that from. The old telephone booth that was local. That was in one of our stores when they tore down the store. That's cool. And, and then the, where did the photo booth? And come the from? photo booth come from Sherman's, the Kroger mm-hmm. Lake. And actually, they gutted the inside with a camera part, and they took the whole unit up to the dump. And a friend of mine took it, and he called me up, and he said, "You uh, no, he sent it to the uh, Johnstone." seniors or center there no, it, uh, was, it was used for the halloween the halloween day thing for johnstown high school and, used to mm, do a yeah. halloween thing at the rec center well then oh. they got and they used that yeah. to go through but the it, rest of the display. Oh, yeah. And, okay. uh, but so. they were going to throw it to the dump, and they asked me if I wanted it. And I said, well, yeah, I'll take it. So I restored it and right in this room. And I found and I made all my own camera stuff and put everything back the way it was supposed to be. So the first time I came, I had been here a couple times. The first time I came in, Bob was talking, and <laughs> I immediately felt that there was a little boy in here, and he had on... Like a like basically like a rodeo shirt, like an old fashioned nineteen oh fifties rodeo shirt, but it had the horses on it. Mm. And I said, There's a little boy in here. 
And he was like, oh, gee, I don't know. And, and I knew that that was the addition. And I felt another little boy with him, like a brother. And soon after, you didn't have it then, did you? The I, picture of not him. The second, I, right. the second picture was all curled up. I restored that. Yep. And he, Bob took the, the components apart and he found inside um, the old photos. And there's a little boy. And now it's on the outside. It's displayed on the outside of the photo booth as well as some um, pictures that I can't even believe somebody in the 1950s took risque so pictures risque. in a photo booth. Yeah. I might have done that. I would have done, yeah. done that. But um, on a dare, anything is possible. But it, it's just fascinating that you were able to retrieve those and that the spirit was here. And we still think that um, perhaps the little boys are still here playing and that you guys have become kind of their stewards as well and mm -hmm. and happily so yeah and it creates a great story for everybody that comes in here we, <laughs> and we tell them all about how the whole whole story i love, love it, it that i'm part of your oh, story yeah. you, you get named part every, every tour you get named i love that name. every time a bell rings an angel gets yeah. its wings yeah. so <laughs> that's awesome i really really well thank you both so much for opening your museum oh, yeah. to us and having us here and sharing your stories you guys are a wealth of knowledge and um maybe we'll get a chance to go over at some point too and do a, a podcast over at johnson hall we would love anytime that. they're very nice over there and yeah. uh I think you would really like it. I, I definitely, sure I, I, like I said, I haven't been there in, in oh, many, many I, years. I've never been there. Have you been there, Dee? Out of all the people, why would I have been here? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm the it's one that usually asked. a kid's field trip. Not for Colony. I'm not a think. child. Oh, no. Okay. No, well, we, we went to um, Maybe Farm. That's as far as we went. Oh, yeah. That's very nice. I too. love it there. Yeah. How ironic. That's like right in our my backyard, <laughs> and we never went there with the kids. So I came here, and as I shared the story, I was hugely pregnant for Sarah because the kids are ten years apart, and right. I was the homeroom mother uh, for the you know I, for his class for Nicholas's class, and came with them, mm -hmm. and they said, okay, we're going to give you the kids in the class that are like problematic. <laughs> so I had all the boys that were like the naughty boys, and I kept thinking, oh, great. But the sweetest thing was the one little boy, every part of the museum that we had gone into, mm -hmm. um, they said, you can't go past these ropes. You can't touch anything. If you do, you know, this, these items are, are very, very old. And the woman is speaking, and I looked down, and that poor kid was so tired. He had leaned over the ropes, oh. and he was leaning on the table with his hand <laughs> on his face, like half asleep. Oh, and I go, God. And I'm, I thought it was funny, but I go, no, no, you can't do that. And he stood up and he kind of like looked at me like, mm, <laughs> I don't want to listen to you. And then we go into another room and she's talking again. And it was uh, the old bed. It was one of the old beds with the ropes on the bottom. Oh, yeah. And she's talking and I turn around again and he's doing exactly the same thing, like leaning on the end of the bed. And I'm like, no, 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 you can't do that. But that was my story about being in that hall. And I was like, I got to get these kids out of here. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to destroy something that nobody's going to be able to replace. Be yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So thank you both oh, again we so, so it. much. I really, really appreciate you Wonderful. taking the time for us. And I hope all of our listeners take the opportunity, especially before the kids go back to school yes. and check out this left. place. Um, many of you will feel like you're walking back in time. Correct? It's a, it's a great oh, 100%, feeling. Yeah. Made me miss people. Yeah, I know, made right? Me, uh, just feel really happy and, and it made me feel kind of old. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you again, oh, D. Welcome. Scott, for doing this. Thank you, you to guys. the Landros. Thank you so and much. thank you, Michelle Lyons-Polito. And I'm thank you to, to our listeners. Here. And we just found out that um, we need our listeners. If you guys can make sure you're doing this when you're listening to our episodes. We know you're great at 
giving us suggestions and sharing and, and, sharing and subscribing. But we need you to also rate us. Is yes, that do ratings for us, please. Yes, yeah, so when you go on uh, and you're looking at the sites, make sure you give us a rating. Right now we have a really good rating, so. Yeah, five stars. I don't want anything other than five yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't, yeah, don't bother if you're not going to do five stars. Yeah, I mean, if, if, first of all, if you don't like the podcast, why are you? Why do you keep listening to it? So, <laughs> but, no, that, no, we've, we've got a good rating. So. Yeah, so five, five star ratings. Also, um, regardless of where you're listening to the podcast, uh, if you could subscribe or just follow the podcast, it's free. You're not going to get charged. To, a lot of people get turned off when they hear the word subscribe because they feel like there's a fee oh, that comes I along see. with that. Oh, I see. That's but, a very good point. But it's it's free. It's not going to cost you anything to subscribe to it. It's just you'll get noti- you can set your notifications so that every time we release a new episode, you'll get, you'll get a notification on your phone, um, stuff like that, and it helps us. Well, we just quite found a bit. out too. So we're what platforms are we on? We're on. We are. We're everywhere. We're, we so we're everywhere. Apple, yeah. Spotify. We are on the iHeartRadio app. We're on Apple. We're on Spotify. We are on. I want to say Amazon Music. Mm-hmm. We yeah. are we are literally anywhere that you listen to podcasts. First of all, anywhere I, you want to be. I don't <laughs> I don't feel like I should have to explain it because you're listening to this podcast right now. So, <laughs> so you found it. Congratulations. But we also <laughs> found out that we've got a large audience. Like we have people from all over, but we have a large audience in Australia. India, yeah, and Australia and, and, and India. And it's India. A book, it's a book club in Australia. Wow. That started, I guess. They reached out to Michelle. Yes, no, I got the letter from somebody that was in Alaska in Alaska Triangle. Wow! Yes. And so, yeah. So it's just interesting that uh, it's, it's so cool. Well, yeah. you got to think too. I mean, the, the the podcasts are a worldwide thing. Everybody's got cell phones are everywhere. Everyone's yeah. listening, or just on their computers because you can listen on your desktop here's, too. Here's so. what I want to know. I okay. want to know if in those countries, not obviously Australia, but countries that are not American speaking. Mm-hmm. Are our voices being like dubbed over? Are they doing like a translator? Unless someone is taking it and doing that, no, because that would be a lot more work that I don't get paid no, for. I know, but is there a, that, that's probably no. a function. But. So I'm, I don't even know if there is a translation. It said in English. Yeah, so oh, people are listening. In in uh, in India, it says it said it's Hindi, but in English. So, so pe- like the intro is probably in Hindi, but then our voices. Who do are we our think voices. we are? Apparently, definitely not this. Apparently, we got to learn other languages, <laughs> and I'm having a hard time with, with English. The English language, I gotcha, gotcha. I think we've talked about maybe mentioning like when people comment and have stuff to say. We're going to start reading some comments, right? If you I'm guys have on. things that you want to, you know, share, or you have even maybe some questions, but. Um, about the podcast. About other, the other, podcast, yeah. The, other, yeah. the other crazy stuff. Yeah. Settle down. Um, and we are stories. hoping at some point, because we've gotten a lot of requests for people coming with us. Yes. To the locational yep. and and maybe having, um, like, selling tickets mm-hmm. to come on these uh, doing adventures. A show. Literally doing a doing show. show. Doing a show, but it's a podcast show, so you can be in our audience. So if that's something you guys are interested in, really hit let us, us up. Know. Yeah, let us know. So, again, thank you all so much. Thank you both. And uh, everybody stay blessed. Thank you. Thank you.